0: Time for part two of our discussion with the head coach of the Brydens Lawyers, Sydney Uni Flames, Katrina Hibbert. Um, the year after the Olympics, we've got the great news that uh, the Fever women's World Championships will be coming to Sydney.
1: Yeah, I mean that's amazing. You know, like all the best female basketballers around the world um, and basketball New South Wales did a great job of putting in a bid and getting that. And it was, um, you know, I think they announced the day after they announced the acquisition of the Flames to the Kings. So some really exciting things in happening basketball-wise in Sydney um, and in in New South Wales. So lots of positives around the Kings and, and ourselves, and also you know the opportunity. To see these best the best athletes um, representing Australia and, and other countries, and hopefully the girls, you know, being on home soil, you know, win another World Championship gold medal.
0: Yeah, and do you think that um, the fact that we've got Olympics and World Championships you know, pretty much back to back is going to influence the decisions of some players about playing overseas or not?
1: Oh, I think players um, need to be smart about. Yeah, about these decisions, I think, one, with COVID-19 um, and what's happening around the world, there's so much uncertainty even around, you know, sponsorship and people's financial situations. So, you know, in the past, um, when I, I know when I played overseas in Europe, you weren't always guaranteed to get all your income. <laughs> so, you know, I think you, unless you're 100% certain, you know, you know that you're going to get your money and you're playing for the club, you know – what you're getting in return, um, there'd be a few question marks. And I think it's a great opportunity anyway to stay in Australia, um, play in the WNBL, and, you know, who knows, there might be some new players that sort of find opportunities within the league and, and where that could take them.
0: Yeah, and I, I suppose um, one of the really key parts of that is the uncertainty of, of the the other markets. What's going to happen there? Um, you know, we, we tend to have less of a dependency on uh, imports than some of the other leagues do, particularly over in Europe. So do you think that that's going to have uh, an impact on what's going to happen overseas?
1: For sure. Um, I just, again, it's the uncertainty of, you know, when borders open up, when will, when, when will they open up? Because, you know, the borders are currently closed and um, until there's, a, I guess, a, a vaccine for the virus, are there going to continue to be outbreaks and do you want to be overseas when that's happening? You know, like around all of those, you know, those question marks, nobody knows. So, you know, I guess in Australia there's a guarantee and I think, you know, WNBL and BA will make sure um, legally things will be in place to help the athletes, protect the athletes. And I think we're a country where, you know, we honour those things. So, yeah, um, I think WNBA players, who knows what the, what's going to happen with the WNBA. Will that go ahead? Will that be pushed back? If it's pushed back, would that push into the WNBL season? So is it worthwhile signing con- um, imports because they might not come in until Christmas after Christmas, depending on how their league runs? Um, all those sorts of questions are unanswered as well.
0: Uh, one of the interesting things that's come out is that the WNBA is looking at a virtual draft. Uh, did, you, did you get a chance to watch that?
1: Uh, I didn't watch it. I I had updates come through to my phone. So Anouska, the Oregon point guard, she went number one to New York. Um, So, yeah, so, you know, they've all been drafted. But, um, again, will the league go ahead? I mean, I think I heard it might be pushed back to June maybe. But, again, um, every, every state in America seems to have its own laws. And then there's Donald Trump with his laws so who knows? <laughs> who knows?
0: <laughs> yeah, it's, it's looking like it's going to be um, question marks almost until the 11th hour when when competition's going to start up pretty much everywhere. Of course- I mean,
1: I guess that's that's one of the lucky things for the WNBL, I think, was we just finished when it kind of the – out, the outbreak happened and um, we haven't had to, I guess, at, at this stage, make as tougher decisions that the AFL – the Netball League, the NRL are all having to make and and the cuts um, that that the the athletes are having to take. So we're not kind of right there yet. So there's there's still positivity, I think, on the other side of this for us being out of season.
0: Yeah. One of the other questions that that, uh, comes up for me is, um, given the situation and the economic impact, um, what sort of impacts are potentially potentially clubs going to be looking at in terms of their sponsors.
1: Yeah, and this is, again, around how can we offer contracts if you open the free agency up and we're offering contracts to athletes, but we still don't know, again, what sponsorship is going to look like because I think, I think a lot of teams are going to take a hit, um, unfortunately, from private or individual sponsors because, no doubt, they've taken a hit. You know, everyone's feeling the financial impact of, all, of it all. So it would be arrogant of us I guess to to think that we should be um, not on that list of, of getting you know hit with financial down, downfall
0: I'm really curious about your your thoughts in relation to the way the league has has come along over the last couple of years particularly with um, some of the teams obviously having you know pretty impressive rosters um, do you think that this whole situation is going to actually push uh, the pot- the potential introduction of a salary cap to try and even things out for a couple of years to at least allow the teams to you know stabilize financially given all the uncertainty
1: yeah I think it I think it's a smart way forward um I think it balances balances out the playing field for everyone um you know, so obviously in the past we haven't – Sydney's sort of had probably a lower-end budget. Um, so, you know, that would, again, maybe save some clubs um, going forward. And, and yeah, I think, I think it's – I know it's been discussed um, in the past and I'm pretty certain that it, it will be coming in the, in the future, I think. And it's a certain way of probably saving the league, particularly, you know, over the next 12 to 18 months to get through the impact that the virus has had. So, you know, hopefully steps have been taken in that direction. So, um, you know, I, I guess it, it just helps the league in the future. And, I, again, it's just an even playing field um, and it keeps everybody in a kind of market value so people aren't being outpriced by other clubs being able to pay more money um, than what other cl- you know some clubs are capable of doing.
0: You know, on a, on a more positive note... Um, one of the things that's, that's happened is, uh, with the delay of the Olympics, it means that Alice koenig got a got a really good shot at the the three by three.
1: Yeah, it's um, as you know, as terrible as the coronavirus is, it's kind of been a bit of a blessing um, for probably herself and Colleen, and and I mean, definitely for Alice in terms of. A, a, ability to be back on court you know she's she's straightening her arm again and she's able to do a lot more now she's had after you know her surgery and probably about three months of rehab so she, so she'll be in a good position to hopefully be back in that position to be you know going and competing at the three-on-three at the Olympics so yeah so there's a silver lining um you know wasn't a great injury and it was an unfortunate timing but um there's a bit of silver lining at the end that you know the Olympics has been pushed back, and she'll probably um be eligible and fit enough and healthy to
0: to compete so that's great news for her finally one of the questions i've I've wanted to ask is uh from watching last season, I tended to notice that as, as the season progressed, we found that the games were getting more and more physical do you do you think that that's coming down to the fact that uh the league is so competitive now that um it, it's that every team has to look for absolutely every little bit of advantage that they can find to try and, and get, get the win?
1: Yeah, I think the league's got such great depth and such great talent um, in it that, and, you know, Australian basketball, I think, is a physical style of play as well. So, you know, the referees let let the play go um, and let the players bang it out a bit, Um I had a friend, she was an assistant coach in Seattle back in 2000 and she came out to Australia and came to one of the games. Um, you know, and she, she she kind of commented, she's like, God, it's a physical game um, in Australia. So I guess that's just how the league is, is reffed and allowed to, to play. And, um, you know, yeah, the girls, there's depth and there's there's toughness and grit um, that I think, you know, Australians are known for. And so it's kind of shows in our shows in game and in the style of play that we as Australians um, play with, with that physicality. Well, That was my politically correct answer. <laughs> <laughs> but no, look, and, you know, and I think I, I think the referees did a good job this year in terms of communication with teams and coaches and um, I know that at BA, at BA they're working closely with the coaches and the players and the referees to, to build relationships um, and to be able to communicate and get an idea of what, what perspective everyone's coming from so it's better
0: relationships for all of us yeah that's going to lead to better outcomes on the court for
1: sure. absolutely absolutely yeah i mean we're all doing the best we can and if we don't work together um we just keep banging our heads so as long as we work together and just keep communication and, and what's and understanding i think positive things come over
0: okay coach thanks very much for your time and uh we'll try and catch up with you in a couple of weeks and just see what else has been happening
1: sounds good thanks for the chat